This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Hope you can stay a while. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. We're rooting for chaos in the college football rankings, right? We'll look at the different scenarios. It just feels like TCU is sitting there at four. Are they going to stay there at four, even if they go undefeated? We'll talk about that coming up in a little bit. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. And uh, if not, listening on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, the radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. Seton will have the poll question coming up. Watched uh, some Mac football last night. It's action. It's awesome. I got a chance to watch Bowling Green last night. Ohio U, Ball State, Toledo. It was fun. More action coming up tonight. College basketball. Watch that as well. Whenever we look at big-time programs, elite programs, Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, they're usually there, right? And they should be. But then there's Michigan State. Every year it feels like around, I don't know, March, we go, wow, Michigan State, they're pretty good. Now that coach is pretty good. They don't go away. And then watching last night, it was like, okay, regulation, overtime. Okay, double overtime. Uh, Michigan State's not ranked. Kentucky, ranked number four in the country. 
And then all of a sudden, Sparty gets the win. Michigan State, not ranked. They lost to Gonzaga by one, and then you beat Kentucky. I guess file it away of, oh, yeah, Michigan State, because I don't know if they have a good team. It always feels like Tom Izzo gets two, three, and four-star recruits. He didn't get five stars. He was in on Imani Bates because he was supposed to be the guy, and we'll see if that ever happens with him, who went to Memphis. I think he's now at Eastern Michigan. But Tom Izzo just sort of gets those guys that fall between the cracks there. And last night, picking up a win against Kentucky, it's fun. A lot of times we forget what happens at the beginning of the year. When you start to look at a team, you're looking at how they play at the end of the year. I'm just going to remember this, that they went toe-to-toe with Gonzaga, and they beat Kentucky. No matter how good they are at the end of the year, you have to file that away. And when it comes to coaching, Tom Isso's on the short list of coaches you don't want to face come March Madness. All right, Seton, you got a poll question for me today. I sure do, Dan. All righty. Who gets into the college football playoff, an undefeated TCU or a one-loss Tennessee? I'm going to say a one-loss Tennessee. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, TCU has Baylor coming up this weekend. And what are they, a two-and-a-half-point favorite here? They, they were an underdog against Texas. They did beat Texas. Shaky. It's weird how Vegas doesn't, you know, they don't have any favoritism here. They, they just look at what's the game going to be? How's this going to play out? TCU favored by two-and-a-half. And that's at Baylor. College football has a way of sorting itself out. Where you go, wow, do they want that team in there? I don't think they want TCU in there. Great story. Done well. Done everything that you want. We love an underdog. In college football, you like an underdog for a little while. It's like March Madness. Oh, man, George Mason. They're awesome. Butler, we love them. And then you go... Yeah, but we don't want them to play for a national title. We want the Blue Bloods to come in. That's sort of the way we are with college football. When we go to 12 teams, then you're going to have one or two of those outliers. Cincinnati, I thought, belonged in the Final Four. They had a ton of talent, uh, some of that talent on display in the NFL, and I thought that they were a quality team. I go back a couple years, Connecticut. Connecticut uh, was playing in a bowl game. Probably not worthy of that bowl game. Uh, Hawaii was in a bowl game, a big bowl game. You know, there's certain times where you see a a school rewarded, but you know it's not going to be pretty. And I don't know how good TCU is, other than they've done exactly what we want them to do. Win. No matter who it's against, you win. You play poorly, you still win. That's what we want. Tennessee, to me, would be a better team. And they look at TV ratings. Once again, it's a TV show. They want, they want you to have a lot of people watching this. They want people, they want a fan base that travels. You want to have the stands packed. Maybe TCU brings a great crowd. I know Tennessee will, but I would say a one-loss Tennessee over TCU. If TCU goes undefeated, probably so. Yes, Marv? If the quarterback from TCU was at... Tennessee or Georgia, would he be getting more love for the Heisman? If he's at Georgia, yes. Yes, absolutely. But those are great numbers. 
But you start to look at college football. It, it's hard to not have great numbers. If you're a good quarterback, maybe a very good quarterback, you're going to have, uh, I don't know, 34 touchdowns, three interceptions. Just the way the game is now. Offense is so far ahead of the defense, certainly when it comes to college, that you, you know, you're not going to have that parity that you have in the NFL. But, you know, Hendon Hooker's been awesome. It's just, is that going to be enough to win the Heisman Trophy? Because C.J. Stroud, when's the last time you go, God, did you watch him play? We haven't had one of those moments yet, have we? We have with Hendon Hooker, and that, that's an offense that's going to continue to pile on points because they want to get style points here. They want you to notice, oh, my God, they put up 62. Yeah, more. Should any of the wide receivers from Ohio State be getting more love for the Heisman? Because that's what it seems like. Like Justin Fields, look, you had some NFL-level wide receivers. They got too many receivers. I mean, I guess you have to fall back and give it to the quarterback. And C.J. Stroud is a great quarterback. But I don't know if he's had that moment yet. And that's why I said Caleb Williams at USC, I would keep an eye on because you've got UCLA, Notre Dame, and then you'll have the Pac-12 title game. That's a chance to showcase. And if you continue to win and you have only one loss there, could they sleep in, uh, sneak in there? Yeah, Paul. I think a couple things hurt TCU. Like They're not this cute, fuzzy little football team that came from nowhere. The past 25 years, they've been in the Fiesta Bowl. And as a, as a while back, they've been in the Rose Bowl. They usually win 10 games. The past three or four years have been down with Gary Patterson. Yeah. Sonny Dykes took over, but they're 10-0. But they're not some come-from-nowhere program that's – like Cincinnati was more come-from-nowhere last year. They're known as a basketball yeah. school. And the other thing I think hurts TCU is the Big 12 is a little bit down – Perception well, wise. we don't know who's in the Big 12 anymore. Yeah, the two heavyweights are leaving. It's like, wait, is Texas, not, are they still in the Big 12? No, they're going to be in the SEC next year? We're, we're not quite sure. By the way, this program brought to you by Panini America. Our stat of the day, as always, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Autograph calendars. Are they sold out, Seton? Yep. <laughs> oh, man, that didn't last long. No, no, they didn't. I think we had... Over 500 of those autograph calendars. Keyword they're being had. Oh, okay. There's still some great holiday items there. Um, a gorgeous tailgate blanket. We got holiday candles. We got World Cup t-shirts. Yeah, we do. We've thought of everything here. Let's go. Who's got a bit? Oh, no, that's Friday we do that. Friday. We hey, can do that every day, Dan. Yeah, we can't. We, we, we should. We should. We should yeah, do that every who, day. Who has it better than we do? No, no, nobody. no, Mm-mm. nobody. Mm-mm. This program brought to you by Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The mission is to do good and honor America's heroes. Great people. Donate $11 a month to T2T.org. The letter T. The number two, letter T.org. Yes, Paulie. Quick uh, thing with the World Cup. I've heard now over the past decade four different pronunciations for the... Qatar. I heard Qatar. Cutter. Cutter. Cutter 10 years ago was the standard. We yeah. all said Cutter. Yeah. Then it's Qatar. Then I heard Qatar Uh-oh. On, a, a, on a rights holder, on a station that has the rights to the World Cup. So you'd mm-hmm. think they would know the name of the country that mm-hmm. we're going to. Okay. So well, we should play how do you pronounce the World Cup host country mm. name. Sometime. Maybe not today. But maybe do some research. Let's go to our World Cup expert, Seton O'Connor. Yes, Seton. I think that I'm going to play in a, a pronunciation expert right now, just to throw it out there. But I think that Qatar is correct. It's almost, but to say Qatar is like uh, if you said like Nicaragua. 
<laughs> it's, it's, it's right, but you don't need to say it that way maybe if it's, you don't speak that way. Maybe it's right over there. Like, uh, if you, you say Florence, Italy here, but it's Firenze if you live in Italy. Ooh, oh, yeah, like Torino is Turin. And it's Venezia instead of Venice. Right. Yes. Okay. Mar, right. Marvan, yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Marvatino. <laughs> yes, Marv. Is that almost like a... Uh, can I have mozzarella? Can I have mozzarella? mozzarella. It's mozzarella. This is a subway. Relax. <laughs> I, I went out for uh, a birthday party and uh, they ordered uh, calamari, and and I just on habit went no, calamari, and they look at me like, what, what are you doing? I go, never, never mind. Cal- Daniele Patrick, Cal- calamari. That those jokes do not go over they well don't. in my house, especially with the Italians. Oh, no, they do not go over well. Yeah, my wife, she's like, don't do that, and I go. What? <laughs> that, uh, you see that show Stanley oh, Tucci has? Yes. Like Stanley Tucci's yes. Italy or yeah. whatever? Yeah. He had something really smart. I think my mom was just telling me about this. That he said, if you want to understand Italy, you have to start at the dinner table and then work your way out. And that's really the heart of Italian culture. So that's why our jokes about a caravan, they don't go over well because it's very serious. It's very insulting. Oh, God. I mean, we could still do them. I'm just saying, though, that. You know, the Irish get made fun of. All the time. Yeah, we don't care. And we're okay with it. We don't care. We're fine. Oh, yeah, you guys are just drunk. No, not all the time. See, people make fun of us even when we say you can make fun of us. Yes, Steve. We're just resilient. Yeah. We're just a resilient people. Yeah. We're just fun-loving people. We and can cry at the drop of a hat, and then we could punch you right in the face. And it is tough, though, that like uh, all of those things that you're just mentioning are mostly true. Yeah, most of the time, like yeah. yes, it is. We do. Uh, Isn't that on the Irish it. flag? We will get drunk and punch you in the face. Is that that's on? what the colors mean? Actually, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's a chance that we could cry or we could punch you in the face, yeah. all in the span of sixty seconds. Yes, point. So I've got at least five different pronunciations that are acceptable: Qatar, 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 but the Oh, man. Uh, Qatar Airlines pronounces it Qatar. <laughs> like almost like a cat. I, I like Qatar. Because then it. Qatar Hero. Yeah. While my Qatar gently weeps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bloop, bloop. Uh, Andy Staples, who covers college football, he will join us on loan from The Athletic coming up in a little bit here. Marcellus Wiley, former NFL All Pro defensive end, he'll join us coming up as well a little bit later on. Scoring down in the NFL, passing down in the NFL, running is up. What the heck is going on with the NFL? Thanks a lot, Justin Field. <laughs> what is that voice now? I don't know. Just my, my crappy joke. I do. It's my dog's oh. voice. It's one of my dogs. Mango speaks like that, uh, at least in my head. But then I've just turned it into my Dan Patrick show crappy joke guy. And, and give me that voice again. Thanks a lot, Justin Fields. <laughs> Yes. It's like Fritzy has that uh, annoying caller voice. You go, oh, I'll just hang up with this. I don't know why Fritzy does that voice for his, like when a caller is saying, oh, you should have, uh, Tennessee should always be in. Let's say like if I had said, hey, thanks a lot, Justin Fields, that's not a very funny joke. Uh, <laughs> but if you say it like this, it kind of is. <laughs> I'm just going to hang up and listen on this. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> All right, is that the poll question we're going with? Who gets in, undefeated TCU or one-loss Tennessee? Heck yeah. All right. And it's not who should, but who will. Because I think that's that's different. There are times when we've gone, uh, that team 
not going to stay in the top four. Why? They're just not. I just wrote it as who gets who? into the college football playoff. Right. No should or would. Just does. Okay. That's fine. How about we take a break? Uh, your phone calls are welcome. Tyler's standing by to take those. And morale is high. It is. Morale is high. Inventory is low at danpatrick.com. <laughs> but morale is high. <laughs> what, Marv? What's the problem? No, that's a great t-shirt. Inventory's low. Morale is high. But that's a good thing, though. But we've run out of low. We've run out yeah, of Yeah, we don't shirts. have the t-shirts. We'd run out of the t-shirts. Therefore, morale is high. Inventory's low, but you can't buy it. Good problems to have, it seems like. Let's take a break. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com. And go there. Go there now. Because you got a chance here. If you run a business, five or more employees manage to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. And it's not a loan. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. That's why you have to go to GetRefunds.com. They have a team of tax attorneys, highly trained, in a little-known payroll tax refund program. Everything's on the up and up. They've already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and maybe they can help you as well. They do all the work. No charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get back for you. And businesses of all types can qualify. If you took PPP, nonprofits, even those that add increases in sales, find out if your business qualifies. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a couple of questions. The payroll tax refund program, only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack you know, one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't I mean, even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Uh, I got people fired up here. They want to talk college football. We'll do it. Coming up. Uh, By the way, the odds to win the uh, national championship in college basketball. Number one on the list. Anybody want to guess? The favorite to win the national title this year. Marvin. North Carolina. No. Kansas. No. Todd. The Zag. No. Paulie. I was going to go with one of those three. No. Houston. U-Town. 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 All right, U-Town. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know if they deserve a round of applause. Yeah. Any, any chance we could work in U-Town? U-Town. Then it's Kentucky, Gonzaga, North Carolina, Kansas, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, Auburn. Long odds there. Yes, Paulie? You know, if Houston basketball makes the Final Four, you think it'd be like almost like a reunion for all their people, even their former cheerleaders. You know, So I would assume oh. we would go back oh. since oh. Seton, remember, we oh, served yeah. as cheerleaders mm. on an ESPN2 game versus Taco Fall. I've guys. never seen you more in your element, as a matter of fact. You were oh, like a flower that just God. bloomed on that. I thought it was going to be embarrassing <laughs> for them. You they, thought it was a punishment. Yes, I did. The Danettes <laughs> lost. What what was the bet? It was some group bet going into Super Bowl week, and our punishment was we had to be male cheerleaders, which we, the cheerleader part was the easy part. Uh, the the at, male part was difficult right, for you. At the University of Houston game. And the, the current cheerleaders were not really fond of they us. They were not. Those girls looked at you guys like you're ruining our yeah, night. And there was a bunch of dudes that we were getting the side eye from, too, who was like, you know, this is not a joke. And it's Houston against UCF. Oh, yeah. And Taco Falls is out there. Yeah. 
it looked like there were about 500 people watching the game. And <laughs> the Danettes came running out, and they had their megaphones. They had their outfits on. Oh, my God. Who was carrying the flag? We all got the flag. <laughs> I came out first. And the funny thing was, we, oh we got God. a hold of a producer at ESPN, and they opened the ESPN2 broadcast of the game with us <laughs> running out of the tunnel. <laughs> they led with it. Oh, I've never been prouder or more embarrassed at the same time. And then I realized that you guys were enjoying yourself. I'm like, oh, my God. Let's go, team. Let's go, team. I just want, I wanted to make sure nobody pulled a groin. Banging on that cone thing, Me, whatever that the hell. Megaphone. The megaphone. megaphone. Yeah, Can I get a cone? It. I'd like to have a cone to yell through. <laughs> Give you a traffic cone. Yes, Paul. Yeah, you have to remember, being that close to cheerleaders was not often, that didn't happen often for us. <laughs> so we should have been male cheerleaders 25 years ago. Andy Staples covers college football for The Athletic. He's the host of The Andy Staples Show. He joins us on the program. Andy, thanks for joining us. Assess the current rankings, and could any do you expect anything to happen this weekend that could change the top four? Potential shenanigans this weekend. Potential shenanigans because USC UCLA feels like a very close game. Vegas think it's going to be a close game. It's, I think USC is a one and a half point favorite. Uh, neither defense looks capable of stopping either offense. Mm. So I think it's going to be fun. And then TCU playing Baylor and Waco. Baylor, very up and down over the last few weeks. Like, if you, if you get good Baylor and good Blake Shape in their quarterback, this is going to be a really tight game. If you get the Baylor team that played K-State last week, TCU is going to roll. And so that's an interesting one because, you know, we, we could see those two teams be in a very different place next week. Because USC, obviously, if they lose, they would be out of playoff contention. I'm still not convinced TCU would be out. I think a 12-1 and Big 12 champ TCU – given how deep the Big 12 was and how there's really no weeks off in that league, I think they have to get some consideration. Now, if they're 13-0, they're in. And this is one of their toughest challenges left, so we'll see what happens. No, but if I said Tennessee has one loss to end the regular season and TCU's mm-hmm. undefeated? TCU's in. No, okay. If it's a choice. It would, but it wouldn't be a choice between those two, I don't think. I think then you're talking about Tennessee versus maybe a 12-1 and USC Pac-12 champ or the, the loser of the Ohio State-Michigan game. And I think that then it's a little bit different. But I, I think Well, Tennessee let's look at those scenarios. There. If I said I got yeah. a one-loss USC team and a one-loss Tennessee team, who, mm-hmm. who, would, who do you think the playoff committee would take? They're going to take Tennessee. And everybody's going to tell you they're going to take USC. I'm telling you right now they would take Tennessee in that situation because they always have taken that particular type of team in that situation because at the the way they boil it down at the end they like good wins and tennessee would have a couple of great wins they, they'd have the the lsu win in baton rouge where they won 40 to 13 they had the win against alabama usc would have the wins that they would be getting over the next three weeks ucla notre dame and then probably oregon or utah in the pac-12 championship game and those you know those are good sets of good wins in in both cases but then the, uh, when they get to that point, they say they're supposed to break the tie with conference champion or not. Mm-hmm. They never do that. They've never done that in the past. When they do it for the first time, it will be the first time. What they do is they decide who's a better team, or who, who they think would win if they played. And, like, if you ask a guy in Vegas right now, if you said, what, what is the line on a neutral site Tennessee-USC game? It's Tennessee by seven and a half or eight. 
So they'll pick Tennessee. This, I've, I've had this, hmm. this idea over the past few years. Like, if you have to decide between four and five, I think the committee should be allowed to kidnap the head coach of the number one team. Like, roll up in a windowless van, grab Kirby Smart in Athens, put a bag over his head, bring him to an undisclosed location. You shoot him up with truth serum. And in this case, you go, Kirby, who do you want? Tennessee or USC? Who would you rather play? And he'll go, give me the Trojans. And you go, okay, you get the balls. That would and be good TV, Andy, by the way. Tremendous. <laughs> Bert Magnus, get, get on this. Yes. Okay. If I said a one-loss Tennessee team against a one-loss either Ohio State or Michigan team. Aha. Now, if you have my Kirby Smart kidnap scenario, and the and, and, and Ohio State is the team that has, a, has narrowly lost the Michigan-Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. Kirby might say, give me the Vols. Wow. <laughs> so that, that's the interesting. I think Ohio State has a better chance of getting in if they lose that game than Michigan does if they lose that game. Because Ohio State has that Notre Dame win. They are viewed as probably the, the more complete team that, you know, they could throw, they could run, unless it's, they're playing Northwestern and they can't seem to do either. But they're much better defensively. What's weird about this is I, if, if I had to pick that game today, and, and obviously we'll all be picking it next week, I'd pick Michigan to win that game. I just feel like Michigan's been more consistent. I feel like the way Michigan plays is not a great matchup for Ohio State, but mm-hmm. it would be a terrible matchup for Michigan against the Georgia, for example. I think Ohio State's probably a better matchup against the Georgia just because they can do some different things. But you know that, that's just going to have to shake out. I, I do think if, if Michigan wins that game, that's the better chance for the Big Ten to get two in. If I said, if we're going with who would be favored by Vegas, if I said Tennessee was going to play TCU neutral site right mm-hmm. now, right now, Tennessee's going to be yep. favored. Tennessee is going to be favored, but I don't know. I don't know by how much because, you know, we, we've seen Tennessee against Georgia where, where when that offense doesn't work, what do, you, what do you got? And we've seen TCU play some – what TCU does that's different from, say, USC. Like, USC wins one way. They score a bunch of points. Their defense occasionally gives up a bunch of points, but they score a bunch of points and they win. North Carolina is the same thing. Michigan kind of wins the same way every time. TCU has been capable of winning different ways. They can win in a shootout and they can win in a rock fight. And Georgia's really the only other team we're talking about in here that's proven they can do that. Like, Tennessee hasn't proven they can win in a different way. So that's where I, I, liked, I like TCU, and I also like the fact that TCU has really, in, in conference play, had no weeks off. They are playing a, a decent to good team every single time. And other leagues have kind of chum at the bottom where you have a week that you can sleepwalk through and still win. TCU's had to be on edge every single week. Now, if they lose to Baylor and the committee drops them below Tennessee, and, and they're probably never coming back. But I, I still think they should get consideration for that because the Big 12 has been so deep this year. How up for grabs is the Heisman? Very, very. It, it, I did a blind resume thing last week with the quarterbacks and the running backs, and I threw Jalen Carter in there from Georgia, the defensive tackle, because I think there's a real good chance he's actually the best player in the country. But if you look at the quarterbacks, and I think this will be a quarterback year, unless Blake Corum just blows up against Ohio State, uh, they're, they're producing at really similar rates. I mean, it depends on what stat you like the most. Are you a yards per attempt person? Are you a touchdowns produced person? But, you know, it's C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, Drake May from North Carolina, Bo Nix from Morgan, Caleb Williams from USC, Max Duggan from TCU, Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. They're all in that mix, and it's a matter of who can separate. 
Hendon Hooker's not going to get another chance where everybody's watching unless they're losing to Bandy or South Carolina, which they don't want to be in that situation. So I think he's he's sort of in the clubhouse. He's signed his scorecard. He's just waiting for everybody else to show up. Caleb Williams from USC, I think, has the best chance to really shine over a, a several-week period because they're playing – like the, everyone's going to be watching them against UCLA if they win that game. Everyone's watching them against Notre Dame. And then obviously C.J. Stroud and Blake Corum, when they play, the nation's eyes will be on that game. And if one of them just has a, a legendary game, real good chance they win. Yeah, I've been saying Caleb Williams is the dark horse and keep an eye on him because he has three games that will be standalone games. The UCLA mm-hmm. is big game. Uh, Notre Dame is Notre always Dame. big. And then the Pac-12. I mean, the, USC is not helped out by Oregon and UCLA losing this past weekend. But as far as playing against marquee teams, standalone games, he's got three chances where, you know, C.J. Stroud has got the Michigan game. Uh, Correct. And and maybe the Big Ten championship, but that's probably going to be against a very overmatched West team. So, yeah, and Drake May, I'm telling you guys, watch Drake May. He's got more touchdown passes than C.J. Stroud. He leads North Carolina in rushing. He may really be the best player in the country. And the thing about Drake May and Caleb Williams, I think they're in very similar situations. Their defenses have been not good this yeah. season. I, I'm, I'm probably just bad. Bad's probably the right word. They've been under so much pressure to score every time they get the ball, and they've generally done that. And I think that's pretty amazing. So I, do, do yourself a favor. Watch a little Drake May. I think oh, no, I have. I'm telling the audience, but Black Friday, North Carolina, NC State, they'll be kind of standalone. Give yourself a chance to watch him play. He's fun. As I told this audience a couple of weeks ago, that there's going to be teams that will tank for a quarterback in 2024, mm-hmm. and it's Drake May. And this was according to Caleb. <laughs> huh? Oh, or Caleb Williams. Well, from the scout that uh, is a great resource to me, uh, NFL scout, he said Drake May is is the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and, and he said that teams will tank for Drake May in 2024. I mean, I, I might tank for Drake May right now. Like, <laughs> he came on our show last week, and this is a man who oozes confidence. You you know that, that this guy is in charge. And it, it's interesting, he was committed to Alabama first. He's the brother of Luke May, who played basketball at North Carolina and was a, was a big star there on, on the basketball court. And he... He needed Sam Howell to show that you could be successful at quarterback in North Carolina to decide, okay, I'll do this instead of Alabama because I really want to go to North Carolina. And, I mean, they're they're potentially going to be a 12-1 and ACC champ if they can beat Clemson, and that is not something I would have predicted at the beginning of the year. Andy, always great to talk to you. Thanks for uh, giving us all that information. Thank you, Dan. That's Andy Staples, host of the, coincidentally, Andy Staples Show. Covers college football for The Athletic. Logan in Ohio joins us to lead us off. Hi, Logan. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. First time, long time. Yeah. Six foot, 225. So what would Caleb Williams have to do to beat C.J. Stroud out of the Heisman? Um, Just asking because. Uh, C.J. Stroud's already played Notre Dame, Penn State, and now they have Michigan this week. Just want your thoughts on it. Well, it feels like it's the momentum of what do you do towards the end of the year. And did you have a game or two that you went, wow, did you see that? Caleb Williams may have those. He's going to have three opportunities. 
assuming they beat UCLA, they got Notre Dame, and then they're going to have the Pac-12 title game. C.J. Stroud has that one game, and then the Big Ten title game, you know, won't, it'll be uh, sort of uh, anticlimactic to the Michigan game. But if he has an unbelievable game against Michigan, he's probably going to win it. I just said, if you want to keep an eye on a dark horse, Caleb Williams is the dark horse. And maybe, you know, Drake May is, is a redshirt freshman. And it's North Carolina. I, I don't know if voters, I can't speak for everybody. There's so many voters. But I don't know how much they're watching games as much as we watch highlights. And it feels like Caleb Williams has a chance to make the highlights. You might not watch a game against Utah, which they barely lost, or they would be in the national title. I mean, they're still in the national title picture. It's just we look at them and we go, they got a great offense and a bad defense. Got a great coach and a, you know, a couple of you know, great wide receiver and a great quarterback. I just don't know if the voters, the consensus, they're watching USC games or watching North Carolina games. Sometimes you watch what's in front of you. Sometimes you have to go find these games. Yeah, Paul. Drake May, C.J. Stroud, and Caleb Williams all have over 30 touchdown passes and fewer than five interceptions. Yeah. So they're all very similar. Drake May has a lot of rushing yards. He's Remember, Marvin, deceptively athletic, Drake May. Mm. Yeah. We should send him a shirt. Well, we do have the deceptively, uh, sneaky. Sneaky athletic. Sneaky athletic. Yeah, we have to send him one. Yeah, maybe we send that to him. Uh, let's see, uh, Josh in Indiana. Hi, Josh. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Another first time, long time, six four, and a fluffy three hundred. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, just got a question for you. Um, with Michigan playing Ohio State in just about ten days from now, if one of those two teams blows the other one out, which I don't foresee happening, how much of an effect do you think it would have on the playoff race? Well, if you get blown out in that game, you're going to drop out of the top four. But if both teams go toe-to-toe and it's an unbelievable game and it comes down to the wire, then you keep both of those teams in. I mean, you have the human element that you have to somehow try to factor in. It's not just we put information into a computer and it spits out, here's our four. There's still the human element in here. Todd in Colorado. Hey, Todd, what's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan. I wanted to uh, talk a little PCU football again because Andy Staples made a lot of good points in your interview. That was a great interview, by the way. But the one thing, if PCU's left out in Tennessee's in, that's going to mean there's two one-loss non-conference champions in there, which would be either Ohio State or Michigan or Tennessee, and a big Power 5 conference winner that's undefeated would be left out. I don't think the... The committee would do that at all. I hope they don't, but I just, we've been down this road before with TCU. Like once a decade, it feels like. Yeah, Paul. They're going to have to do one of those things. There's only four spots. Like either Michigan or Ohio State, I don't see Ohio State, or Tennessee or TCU is going to get left out somehow. Caleb in Ohio. Hi, Caleb. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. First time along. Yeah. Six, two, fluffy 300 again. Um, Andy Staples was talking about Drake May from, U- from North Carolina, and I was thinking if, you, if he went to a bigger college than UNC, would he get more love in the Heisman race? Sure. But he might not be starting. If he went to Alabama, he's not starting. If he went to Georgia, he's not starting. 
they recruited him. He gets to play as a redshirt freshman. He wouldn't be playing even as good as he is at a couple of these schools. He wouldn't play at Ohio State. He'd play at Michigan. He wouldn't play at USC. TCU has a pretty good quarterback in Max Duggan. Yeah, Paul. We have to remember this day because people are going to start saying that Drake May, if he was eligible for this draft, oh, no. would be the number one pick. No, no. Which happened, Christian Hackenberg. Christian Hackenberg, Josh Rosen. <laughs> yes. For sure, Josh Rosen. <laughs> Sam Darnold was the number one pick, no doubt, the year he was going to come out. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Clausen. Sure. <laughs> uh, Marv just said Matt Leinert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Leinert should not have stayed. But I'll tell you, I would have you left know that what? party. If you've walked around USC's campus, yeah. I would have stayed. If I were Leinert, I'd still be there playing quarterback. Yes, if, I'd, I could. if I had eligibility, I'd, I'd still be there. <laughs> Nobody That's, had it better than junior no. year Matt Leinert. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. We've got our play of the day up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course you know us as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show. World renowned. We all know you're sick and tired of these stupid sports shows where the hosts say stupid things like Tom Brady's the GOAT. Or LeBron James is good at basketball, which he is clearly not. See, we give you smart takes. Yeah. And we also bring on so-called famous guests from across the sports world and show them why we know much more than they do. You're off the show! Are you serious? Listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. 
It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Oh my God. The play, the play, is called play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Hall's got it. Looking. Inside. Hall with the slam. Hogard inbounded to Hall. Tight game at 62. 3.7 seconds to go to Walker at half court. Walker to Hall. Three seconds to go. Hall goes in for the slam. He's done it again. A dunk at the end to tie it at 71. That's courtesy of Learfield IMG. Malik Hall and Sparty upset Kentucky in double overtime. That was a 86-77 final. Kentucky is the highest-ranked team to lose this year. And the nine-point loss, the biggest regular season loss by a top-five team to an unranked opponent since March of last year when North Carolina roughed up number 4 Duke, 94-81. That is... Whoa! Whoa! Bop, bop! Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Play of the Day brought to you by Discover. You can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time, and that is amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. See and update the poll results from the first 48 minutes of this program. Dan, I would love to. Who gets Ooh. into the college football playoff? An undefeated TCU mm. or a one-loss Tennessee? Right now, undefeated TCU has 59% of the vote. Good. I hope they do. It's still closer, though, than yes, it, is. it probably should be. Uh, James in Virginia. Oh, thank you for taking my call, brother. <laughs> happy, uh, happy, uh, what is it, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Sorry, you, caught, you caught me off guard. Uh, man, salute the commanders. Thank you for taking my call, DP, Danette. Uh, wow, what a game on Monday night. Have I told you guys about Optimus Prime number 17, Terry McLaurin, man? This guy is the leader of the team. He is a fantastic player, underrated wide receiver. Taylor Heineke, what can you say is that the guy wins, man. I was throwing Tyler off there. His ball flutters, but there's something about that guy. And that defense has turned the corner. They're tough, man. You'll see what happens the next two weeks. I'm not too sure. Um, I'll say uh, this right here. I know you guys have to send in some clips, man. I really think you should send in the clip when I called in about asking about uh, wedding advice, man. It really showed a different side of you guys. I know it's not sports, but I think it was such a great clip, man, and I always say I appreciate that. 
And I'll leave um, two more things. Uh, just my godfather, Bobby, passed away, Bobby Syrak. I love the man. He's a great guy. I love cars. You know, going to his funeral this weekend, just want to give him a shout-out. And my part of the face bet, I think Sean Payton will be head coach of the Denver Broncos next year, man. I'll let you simmer on that. <laughs> have a great day, gentlemen. Thank you for taking the call. Thank you, James. You would have thought we would have had James calling in yesterday after the commander's big win. Hey, spacing his calls out now. Maybe he's got other shows to call into. James in Virginia. By the way, Ron Rivera had this to say on who his quarterback is going to be moving forward with the commanders. Well, we're going to see what happens this week. Um, we have not had an opportunity. To, I have not had an opportunity to sit down with Alan and go through what the doctors have decided, what they've decided. But the first thing I'm going to tell everybody is let's don't get ahead of ourselves because remember, we've got to return him to practice first and see where he is if he is cleared and ready to go. So we'll go from there, guys. There's a lot of factors that go into it, John. A lot of things that I'll have to discuss with Scott and, and Kenny, for that matter, um, which we'll be doing uh, a little bit later. I get the feeling you're going to stay with Taylor Heineke. You know, he's like the he's the new Jimmy G. All he does is win. <laughs> Stats aren't pretty, but I, I do love the emotion and the enthusiasm that he has. Like, I want my player to care. Carson Wentz, I don't know. He just goes out there. I think he sometimes goes out there, and we're supposed to think that's the old Carson Wentz. It's not. Uh, I don't think he's going to be replicating that anytime soon. And, and he does have weapons there. I mean, the Commanders are a good team, or a competitive team, I should say. We get caught up in we don't like the franchise because of the owner. Don't misconstrue the two. Yeah, Paul. But don't you think the Commanders are kind of in no man's land at quarterback? They've got a decent guy in Taylor Heineke. I don't think he could... Neither uh, is their future. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They have no future at quarterback. Abso absolutely. Phil in West Virginia. Hi, Phil. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP boys. Thanks for having me on. First time, long time. Uh, six foot, a very approachable 197. Hey, I, I got a question for you as a West Virginia University grad about our football program and kind of a management perspective. So we just dropped Shane Lyons, our AD of eight years, uh, after he renewed Neil Brown. Uh, we are not trusting the climb anymore uh, amongst a losing record. So the question is, what do we do from here? Can you drop an athletic director and a head coach in the same season? Do we have to just kind of live this out for a while and wait till we find an, a new AD? Um, just kind of curious what, what we... Well, a new AD is going to want a new coach. And if you're going to wipe the slate clean... But, but also understand this. We look at the athletic director, and usually we, we think his performance is based solely off the football team. You're the athletic director. There's a lot more that goes into it. But I, I would have to have somebody do a deep dive on West Virginia football, and we just don't have the time or the manpower. We had planned on it. No, we, we, we did, and Seton said no. <laughs> we could dive into some budgetary issues that they're having right now, Dan, but, I, man, I think we're right up against it. Right. Uh, Mike in Orlando will sneak in. Mike, what do you have for me? Hey, good morning, DP. Good morning. Uh, earlier you were talking about the World Cup, and I am back to redeem myself after I took five pies in the face because France didn't win Euro last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for the World Cup, I uh, and again, this goes to you or all of the Danettes or one of the Danettes, whoever wants it. 
uh, either a pie to the face or since we're heading into the festive season of the year, a, an eggnog shower of shame <laughs> for the World Cup. All right. Give me your bet real quick. No problem. Uh, I want Brazil and England. I'll give everybody else. I'll give you the field. Hmm. Okay. Seton, you're our World Cup expert. Brazil is favored. That's, you know, big of him to say, well, I'll take Brazil. Man, I would love to see Brazil win, too. It's Brazil, Argentina, France, Spain, and England. So he's taking two of the top five countries there. I'll take the field. Oh, all right. An eggnog shower shame. One more item. We close out hour one, Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Check out the NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind digital cards. They got so many great things there. They are the official products of the NFL, the NBA, FIFA, and now... For a limited time, UFC NFTs, giving select holders a chance at an ultra-exclusive VIP experience in Las Vegas. You can uh, rip the packs today, try to find the ultimate fan card. Plus, you got the all-time UFC fighters. Share your cards in the public gallery. Complete challenges. Earn exclusive award cards and build a wish list for the items you love. Panini NFT trading cards give collectors the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, and rare inserts from every base pack. That's PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain the official trading cards and nfts the dan patrick show at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.